Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and this is the 21st week after Pentecost. This week we will make our way through all of the readings that are assigned for this coming weekend for the Festival of All Saints. Today we hear a reading from Daniel chapter 7. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading this morning from Daniel chapter 7. We'll read verses 1 to 3, and then skip and read verses 15 to 18. In the first year of King Belshazzar of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head as he lay in bed. Then he wrote down the dreams. I, Daniel, saw in my vision by night the four winds of heaven stirring up the great sea, and four great beasts came out of the sea different from one another. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was troubled within me, and the visions of my head terrified me. I approached one of the attendants to ask him the truth concerning all this, so he said that he would disclose to me the interpretation of the matter. As for these four great beasts, four kings shall arise out of the earth, but the holy ones of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, forever and ever. Word of the Lord. I guess since today is Halloween, it is only fitting that our Bible reading today begins with a scary dream. Daniel has a dream, a nightmare, in which the four fearsome beasts rise out of the sea. The assigned text then jumps to an angel telling Daniel the meaning of the beasts and what that has to do with God's purposes for the world. But if you wish, you can go back and read through all of Daniel chapter 7 this morning and you'll discover that these beasts truly are scary and cause many to suffer until the day when the Lord finally humbles them under the rule and authority of the Son of Man. In the end, these beasts are defeated and God's children shine like stars in God's kingdom, finally free from their terrors, free to be God's people, and the creation is set free, finally living under God's own gentle care. So what are these beasts? They are the empires of this world. 
These men, behaving like beasts, emerge from chaos and rule the world with military power, with terror, with of death. They make people rich, they make people poor, and Daniel, Daniel knew all about these kind of beastly empires. He was taken away by the Babylonians into exile from Jerusalem when he was a very young man. Then he worked in the imperial courts for his whole entire life. He will witness the rise of the Persians who will conquer Babylon, and by a vision he will see the coming oppressive powers of the Greeks and the Romans. In his nightmare, there is really no difference between these powers, though they are different in their own way. They are all arrogant and self-glorifying, and even though they bluster about their greatness, they only exist by God's patience. They will all eventually fall and give way to each other as one fights each other as beasts do, and in the end God will sweep them all away and God will once again be all in all. Like all apocalyptic stories in the Bible, these stories are spoken to bolster the faith of God's people in very difficult times, times of suffering to assure them of God's presence and rule over this world, even though it looks for all appearances like the opposite is going on, to remind them that these powers do not carry ultimate power, but are always under God's power, and to remind us of God's promise to bring an end to the powers of sin and death. God has acted decisively for us in Jesus. That is where the book of Daniel points us. By Jesus' death and resurrection, God has broken the power of sin and death and welcomed us into God's kingdom as beloved children. In this joy now we share in Christ, even though we suffer for a little while, but we know that all the powers of this world will eventually be brought under God's loving care. And that is why we serve now, serve each other in love, serve this world in love because it is God's kingdom of love in Jesus Christ that will prevail over all the arrogant, blustering, imperial, military powers of our age. And this is good news, but it also, unfortunately, must be spoken with a warning. Because there have always been some, and there are some in our country today, who use this kind of apocalyptic language not to comfort us and not to give us hope in Christ, who now reigns already at God's right hand, to stir up fear in us, to turn us against each other like beasts, to promote the use of violence, of military and political power, to oppress our opponents, to incite violence, to lead us away into the way of war, and not to the way of Christ, the way of peace. There is no room for holy wars in God's vision for God's people and for God's world. In fact, the cross stands as a clear and striking vision of God's choice to suffer and to not to fight, to bring life and not to whip up the powers of death, to trust in God's power to raise the dead, which is what Jesus does as he commends his life, his spirit into God's hands on the cross, not to take up the sword, not to come down from the cross, to strike down God's enemies, but to wait for God to act. This vision is good news to all who faithfully and lovingly await the coming of God's kingdom, while they gladly serve and bear witness to Christ in love. If the apocalyptic talk you hear is full of fear, if it brings up hatred and destruction and death, it reveals nothing but the same old human desire to dominate, kill, and destroy. If you read Daniel, you will find God's power to bring life out of death, God's promise to rescue his beloved from the powers of this world. In the end, the fate of the world is not in our hands to act, 
that the fate of the world has already been clearly revealed in Jesus' death and resurrection for you. It has made you a child of God and promised that you already shine like a star in God's kingdom. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your good creation, for the new creation in Christ, for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, of peace and the love you share, for the communion of faith within your church and for the gift of relationships with others. For who else, for what else, do we thank God this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders, the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.